You are welcome to another exciting episode of CADA Matters. CADA Matters is an awareness-raising program of CADA. CADA is an acronym for Church Against Domestic Abuse, a UK-based charity working to prevent and end domestic abuse, especially in Christian homes. Listen to this episode with Gracilis so as to build healthy relationships and keep your home and relationships abuse-free. Hello, hello, wow, she's looking cool. Did I come on too early? She's looking, oh, ah, Did I come on too early? Please <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you know, you know, don't let me, you know, um, you know, hello, Mama T, welcome. I, have, I always have to make sure that I dress up properly because you can never tell what the guest is going to come looking like, you know, even when I feel like, well, don't bother, I'm like, mm, just be very careful. So I, I'm happy, I'm, I'm a little bit on point, but compared to our guest, well, um, all kudos. It's good to see you. Hi, Ama, how are you? Have you had a good day? <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. I had a good day. I had a really busy day. I went to work this morning in my office location, so I'm a bit tired, oh. but yes, I'm good. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay, yes, don't worry. She's a mom. She's capable. She knows how to handle several things. So we are very sure we're going to be getting the very mix of what she has prepared for us. Don't, you know, sometimes some people try to downplay things. I'm like, I'm tired. Remember those days in uni, you know, people write exams and they'll just be like, I didn't really write anything. I didn't really write anything. When the results will come out, you'll be like, you didn't write anything. (laughs) <laughs> so you're welcome if you're joining us for the first time um, i am gracilis it'd be great to know where you're joining us from and in case you listen to this later because that's what really happens a lot of people take out time to listen to it later um, you are welcome also this is kada matters kada is an acronym for church against domestic abuse and in this program what we do is discuss matters related to domestic abuse as well as discuss matters of healthy relationship so we don't just point the bad we point the good and teach how to do the good and how to stop the bad really um, this evening um, we have decided we're going to start a series on bullying and when I started thinking about it, because as I started making the calendar, I was like, okay, so what do we have for children, Grace? And I'm like, okay, bullying is something for children. And I'm like, who am I going to bring to do this? And I'm like, okay, I have a number of friends who have to do things with children, have friends in the youth church. And I just thought, okay, well, I've got somebody quite close. She's even written a book, and I'm sure she's got a wealth of experience. She'll be able to help us out. And I know we always want to know why must we listen to her. So I'll give her the opportunity to let our viewers know why do they have to listen to you mm-hmm. i know um, you didn't introduce no. yourself thank you for Sorry. joining us if you see me bending down i'm just trying to write down people's names so i can say hello later yeah thanks for having me um grace dr grace i'm happy to be here so my name is aima again just in case you didn't catch that um i'm first of all a parent so i'm a parents i've got uh, three kids i've got two teenagers and a seven-year-old i'm happily married to a lovely husband clement so yes that's me I'm very passionate about the, the family unit and the success of the family unit. And I think that's my, my biggest passion. I recently authored the book um, titled uh, Raising Today's Teens. It's a parenting book. And I've been through a journey of raising my own teens. So I've got a soon-to-be 16-year-old and a soon-to-be 14-year-old, a boy and a girl. So I've got both sexes. So yes, I'm a mom, full-time working mom, um, based in the UK. And um, I've got my book on Amazon, just in case you want to get a copy for yourself as well. So that's obviously... We're going to be putting it on our, on our, our site also so that people can get to see it. Yeah. I'll say a big welcome to those who are joining Big Man Teen. Wow, that's a nice name. And welcome also to Bless Gare. So we're going to be starting quickly. We're, we're jumping and bumping into the whole thing. So when we talk about bullying, what exactly do we mean, Aima, please? Yeah, there's several definitions of bullying, to be honest. But I thought I'll just come with one simple definition today. 
um, bullying is the abuse of power and it's defined by its effect. So think about when we say abuse of power, think about the fact that it has to have effects. So and obviously the perception of the person who's been bullied as well. And bullying in children can be seen as an unwanted aggressive behavior among school children. This involves real power imbalance or perceived power imbalance. And the behavior is usually repeated or has the potential to be repeated over time as well. Um, so yeah, that's a, a simple definition. Very good. If you see me doing something here, all I'm doing is taking my own notes because me, I'm here to learn. I, I take notes when people are speaking because I don't know what they're going to say. So I have to take notes to make sure I'm enjoying and benefiting from what we're learning. So Emma said to us that when it comes to bullying, there's an imbalance of power when it comes to bullying is repeated. So it's not something that just happened once and your child comes and says, oh, he's a bully and he bullied me. No, no, no. Then it has to be repeated. And then that just brings me to the next question. So who is a bully? I say, you know, this is something we hear. Who, who exactly is a bully? Yeah, just to go back on the last um question there. So when we say it's repeated, now sometimes it might not be repeated, but it has the potential of being repeated. So we have to okay. bear that in mind. Okay, okay. that's fine. Now a person who believes is someone who purposely tries to hurt somebody else by making them feel uncomfortable or hurting them in, in some way. And usually you find that bullies look for people who are weaker and who they can easily prey on. Um, so for me, in summary, a bully is someone who struggles with their own insecurities. You find that in most cases and purposely hurt somebody else to make themselves feel better. Hmm. Hmm. Well, funny enough, you know, that is almost like the dynamics of domestic abuse, where there's an imbalance of power, and you know, we get that happening outside. It's not like bullying can't happen in the whole book. You know, most times when we say bullying, we're always thinking of outside, outside. So any which way, that's what Aima has said to us. And there's something I'm just going to wonder when it comes to bullying, because you just said something now. You said that um, the, bully, the bully actually has issues with their own self-esteem, could that be a reason why people bully? Are there other reasons why people bully? And how common exactly actually is bullying? Yeah, so um, there are different reasons that people bully. And I think I've found that the most common reason is when these people themselves have their own insecurities, have their own personal struggles, and that make them behave the way they behave. So sometimes you want to feel powerful and in control. And this could be because somebody that they are close to or someone in their own environment that have bullied them, and that could lead them to do the same. Um, this could have actually led to their own low self-esteem. So they are dealing with their own self-esteem issues and their own confidence issues. And they find people who are weaker than them to prey on those ones. And um, they could be trying to deal with their own anger issues or their own unhappiness issues as well. So most times bullies are having their own issues that they're struggling with and this just their way of lashing out. In some cases you find that they may be in homes where they find people around them bullying. So maybe their parents would maybe bully their staff or people that you know, live around them and they just copy. So sometimes they just copy what they've seen. You know, kids are quick to learn and they just copy what they've seen. It could be peer pressure. So maybe they're in a, an environment where they have to show to their friends that they want to be important or show that they're in control mm -hmm. and bullying the way out. So there are different reasons. Um, in relation to statistics on, on bullying, um, if I did a quick research before the, today's call. And according to certain global statistics, when we looked at, you know, The Guardian and some other anti-bullying organization, we found that, you know, within the Britain, Britain year during, in the UK, almost a quarter of people say they've been bullied in school, so for pupils. You also find that um, almost half of those who were done, something was done for, also said that at some point in their lives, they've been bullied as well. So it's actually something to be concerned about. It's also been stated that at least one in two of those who have been bullied, children who have been bullied in schools, 
would end up having some kind of depression at some point in their lives as well. So it's something that we should be concerned about. Mm. Wow. So one in two um, people who report being bullied might have depression. And you said um, uh, one quarter of people. So that's we're looking at one out of every four people who have said that they've been bullied at some point or the other in school. And there's something I must said, actually, she said that um, sometimes this bullying does not even have to do with self-esteem or anger issues. It's actually something that the children have seen modeled for them in their homes. Maybe their parents are, you know, bullying the staff around them, the domestic staff. You know, there's a way and the manner in which the parents uh, behave. Uh, before we continue, I want to take the time to say welcome to Blessed Graham, welcome to Fire Fair, and welcome, Bimbo. Thank you so much for joining us. It does mean a lot to see some faces and some people that we know joining us. Uh, bully do bullying does have some effects. I mean, if, if people are bullying and it's something that has become, you know, things that people gather together. I mean, some time ago, I think that was last year, there were some issues of bullying in the school in Nigeria and you know, it just went on and on and you know, a child was involved, a child died and all of that. So I believe that bullying actually has far-reaching effects, which Aima would like kindly help us um, tonight to say. But I think I'm really struck by what Aima has said by saying that, listen, sometimes this bullying is not anything the child has done. This is just the child repeating what they have seen us do. What exactly are the effects of bullying? All right. So if, if effects could be varying um, and it could affect the child who's being bullied and even the child who is the bully themselves. Okay. Um, so let's Square start with... Yeah, let's start with the child. Or let's focus on the child who's been bullied because that's maybe our focus today, isn't it? Um, for children who are bullied, first of all, let's think about the signs, right? Talk about the signs. How do you identify children who have, that are being bullied? And then you can begin to notice the effects on those children. I would usually say parents need to pay close attention to their children because these things that they experience and the way they exhibit these things will be things you will just find in the home quite subtle in their behavior change and their behavioral changes. And you might not notice that if you don't pay attention to child. To child. So um, what you want to take note of is, is the child changing any kind of behavior, any kind of um, usual behavior. Um, in terms of finding out signs that they're being bullied. So you might think they're out of character, um, maybe not want to go to school, reluctant to leave the home sometimes, not want to go to usual social activities, losing their belongings, maybe they're becoming very um, disorganized suddenly, or having unexplained injuries as well. Um, they may begin to perform badly in school, so their grades are dropping even grades that they usually do well in before, subjects that they used to do well in before, they start dropping in those ones. Um, so that these are signs and maybe a child always wants to stay at home or stay in, indoors or stay in their room, things like that. They lose their self-confidence as well. So when this begins to show up in a child's behavior, you might also find that they begin to start feeling lonely. So the child begins to be afraid or necessarily feeling unsafe, feeling uncomfortable, um, feeling isolated if this has actually affected their friendships in schools or wherever they actually hang out. They become stressed and anxious. They could become depressed, sad, and feeling, you know, feeling down all the time. This affects their self-esteem to a large extent and their self-confidence. And if it continues, it actually leads to depression in children. And sometimes the, the kids actually feel guilty because they feel maybe they're to blame for the, the bullying occurrence and things like that. So it could go on and on. And, you know, if not checked, it could actually lead to more dire consequences. Wow. I know that... Um... This is like several years ago. This was like 2007. Um, one of my friend's um, nephew, um, he committed suicide. Uh, and he was just 12 years old. 
you know, and, and then by the time you start digging, you find out that somehow, somehow, some of those things were linked to bullying. As in, you've said a lot about the effects of bullying and the fact that even the child might even begin to blame his or herself for the bullying occurring, which which is quite um, worrying. And you've also said as as, as parents, if we notice that there's a change in behavior, noticing a change in behavior, noticing that this child um, doesn't want to go out like before, unexplained injuries could actually be a sign of bullying. Because sometimes children don't talk, they don't, you know, you don't really get to know what's happening. And, and that's really concerning because if you don't really know what's happening then, well, how exactly do you then get to um, support yeah. Know, what do you do so that you can stop bullying? Because like now you said, you know, children somehow don't tell you, tell you. So I mean, every parent I'm sure will be concerned if their child is being bullied, con considering all the effects that you said. Want to welcome Opani Care Alex. Thank you for joining, and thank you also Elizabeth for joining. It's always a pleasure to have you join us. We are discussing bullying, and um, before there was a breaking transmission there, but I think we're back. Okay, I said we're looking at bullying before um, they came. I was just explaining to them that we looked at what is bullying, we looked at statistics as well as looked at why do people bully and then how we can tell our children are bullied and what are the effects of bullying. And now Anna is going to be helping us with what we can do to stop bullying. Yeah, so I think the first thing for parents is to be attentive. Be close to your children and be open to communication with your children. Let them feel comfortable with you. And if you are attentive, you will notice changing behavior. For example, if you have a child who is usually very talkative or really very um, excited and happy, and the child suddenly begins to be withdrawn and coming across as unhappy regularly, then you maybe ask questions. So you ask questions, you speak to your children, you know, let them feel that you are on their side. If you've already built a, a good relationship with the kids, it's easier to do so. But if you haven't, it's, not, it's never too late to begin. You know, just begin to um, show empathy. So, you know, ask questions, show concern, and take whatever they're saying to you seriously. Some parents may think, oh, is that what you're worried about? And they make light of the situation. Now, this is a child, and he's not happy about something. It's affecting that child in one way or the other. So parents should actually empathize with the kids, right? Now, you should support in that way. Um, and I think it's important to ensure you not blame the children. Mm -hmm. We are very quick to question mm -hmm. blame and we are very quick to say you should have done better or why can't you say this or why can't you do that? Mm -hmm. We should be really careful and mindful that these children, if they could do it on their own, they should have, they would have done so. Mm -hmm. So if they're in that kind of situation, they, they need your help, they need some help of some, of some form, right? So find out what's going on, listen to, to your children, listen to whatever story they've got to tell you and whatever case they're in. Um, avoid uh, overreacting. Now you find us being very traumatic sometimes and we overreact and we bring down the roof and the child might even be really worried about your actions. Typical African parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the child might think, oh, mom, we're going to the school, you know, bring down the roof and they wouldn't want that embarrassment so they wouldn't say mm -hmm, to you. Mom is we need to reassure these children, let them know that we'll work with them and not just do things on our own. Um, some kids might want to be anonymous, so they don't, maybe they don't want the school to, to know, the school children know what's going on in their own personal life, so they want to keep it quiet, work with them. Ensure that you're going to go to school authorities or, you know, do anything about the situation, you work with the child, the child should be in agreement with what the plans are. Um, so make sure you have that honest conversation. Offer them um support in, in, in ways like um, encouragement. So encourage them, let them know you're there for them, give them ideas, offer solutions, think of 
um, different strategies to help whatever situation they are in. It could be just building their self-confidence. It could be giving them a word to say back to the bully at some point. It could be giving them a, a mind, a, rearranging their mindset. So you find that when a bully is looking at a weaker child, does not expect the child to react or respond. And once that child responds in some way, they back off because that's not what they're expecting. They usually prey on the weak, right? So once that child comes across as no longer weak, that bully might be put off, you know? So there are different ways to empower your child. I personally believe more um, in prevention as opposed to looking for solutions after the fact. So if I were a parent, and obviously I'm a parent, I've got three kids, I've always focused on empowering my children. How do you prevent your, your child being a target? I mentioned earlier on that, you know, a child who appears to be weaker might be an easy target. So bullies look at who they think cannot challenge them, cannot fight back, cannot speak back, who appear weak, who do maybe do not have many friends and things like that. So you would encourage your, your friends to your kids to hang out with your friends when you're in school, for example, walk in a group as opposed to walking alone by themselves all the time. Because when you're in the park, it's, you're more, it's more difficult for you to be a target, right? Also recommend that your, your little children tell them things that would improve their confidence level. So do not always put your kids down, tell them they're no good, even when they've done something really silly, you just go on and on. You, of course, correct your children, right? But do not do things that would affect their self-esteem, but that will show off when they go out. If they have no self-esteem to come across, they really carry themselves. So body language is really key, really comport themselves in public is really key. And you start to know things from when they're really young, okay what they're exposed to is very important as well so what knowledge do they have how much exposure do they have outside your home are they children who are well informed in terms of what's good on the world are they well traveled are they um do they have activities that they're involved in these things help to build their self-confidence also with their social sphere so they have um better social skills and that makes them to be more confident in public so if your child is isolated and is always in the house and has no friends outside the home, has no social life, has no skill that they can talk about. And they go out to meet other kids in school and they cannot really communicate. They come across that, you know, this child doesn't really know what's going on and easy target to bully. So I think for me, prevention is, is the first thing. Work on your child's confidence, ensure their goals, ensure that they've, they've got everything that's available to them to thrive. And gradually, you know, it's, it's something that's psychological. You tell them things about themselves that will make them feel good about themselves. And they carry that on. And even if at some point it gets to the point where they're still bullied, teach them techniques to deal with the bully. Even before it happens. So do not wait for them to be bullied first and you say, what has the bully done? What do you do next? Teach them skills and techniques to counter any such um, approach. You, you'll find that you can go from bullying to a conflict situation very easily. If a bully comes across to your child and your child responds in a certain way, it becomes a conflict, no longer a bully situation because your child has kind of challenged the bully back and that tends to stop the continuous nature of that kind of attack. So yeah, that's my general say, uh, my general approach, prevention first, and then obviously um, dealing with situations. So once it happens, you have to then think of counseling for the child, ensuring that if there's something that has to be bigger than yourself, you provide that help for that child, you need the counsel, counseling of a, of, um, a counselor or a therapist outside the home, offer that to your child. If you need support from school authorities to do that as well. If you need to speak to the parents of the person who's bullied, explore those options, but do not leave your child alone. In the situations, make sure you are there with them all through the journey. Wow, that's that's a lot. I, I hope we did get all that that she said. She said that first of all, we should try to prevent. Um, I remember reading a book. I, I meanwhile, Agnes' daughter actually wrote a book that had to do with. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a book. Do... It's four, and the book was actually about 
primary school life and a bit about you know bullying situation bullying and, and all that and my, and my own copy is right here i don't want to next week i'm going to bring out my copy it was such a delightful you book bring out your copy. <laughs> and it had to do with sorry you should have your copy right there you should have one right there yes yes i have my my mind is just in the is in the bookshelf here and if i stretch out to bring it i'm going to disappear from um People are not going to see me anymore, but yes, I did enjoy that, and I actually gave it to another child to read. You know, and I just said, "Listen, another child has written it." You know, it was good to read something from a child's perspective. The fact that uh, this is something that the child is taking seriously, we shouldn't undermine it. We shouldn't make light of it. We shouldn't be like, "Oh, what did you do? Hey, my days, and uh, nobody could try me," and all those kind of things. Um, and she said something very important: it's key to work with the child. That child doesn't want you sometimes to go to the school and once that you know throwing up and all of that. And it's important to know that a bullying situation could easily turn to a conflict situation. If the bully meets a child who is self-confident, sometimes we build the self-confidence for our children by getting them involved in other things, get them to have sports, get them to, let it not just be about, you know, just you, me, myself, and I, and your children. Because by the time they do things like sports, they learn how to compete. They are building their social skills. And then they are actually building their skills from home. So even from home, teaching them conflict resolution skills. If, you are, if your child is upset, what does the child do? You know, does your, your, do you allow your big child to bully the other little ones? Because if you allow them to do that, what will happen is that one will wait till they have the time and opportunity to go outside and actually replay the same thing on. on someone else. And we could go on and on and on about bullying. But, you know, from the very beginning, I'm not said that there happens to be like an imbalance of power. And that abuse of power can easily lead to another child meeting a certain need of theirs by bullying your child. And then, you know, when it comes to bullying, you know, it's, it's, it's very, very, you know, something that we could easily do. Now, you know, the, the daughter or the son of somebody who is bullying your child, do you just go and meet the parents and say, hey, your child is a bully? How, how do you go about it in such a way that it will be civil? You know, because, you know, those days, some parents used to fight each other. And by the time you are fighting each other, the children have settled and they are now playing. You know, so what, what do you do if you, if you find out that this child is always bullying your child? What exactly should you do? What should be the approach? You know, depending on the relationship, because I'm sure that some people might be bullying your child in the Sunday school. The way you take it might perhaps be different from a stranger, totally child, maybe in the school bullying your child. What, what do you advocate we should do? Yes, I think it depends on the situation and the kind of parent you're dealing with. If you find that the person, the, the parent is a level-headed individual or civil human beings, then you can approach them and have the discussion with them so they can bring their child to other or so they can actually have that discussion with their child, right? And obviously, some parents would be really upset to find that their children are doing stuff like that and they want to help. And that's an easy way to resolve this kind of issue. Or you find sometimes parents are in denial and you won't find that the parents themselves are bullies. So if that's the case, you cannot really, if you, if you think about the situation and you find that meeting those parents could actually escalate the issue, then that's not a wise move. So you only meet a parent of a, a child who's a bully if you know that I would help the, the situation and make it better and help to resolve. But if they are not the kind of people that would be welcoming and escalate the situation, then you want to address them in a different way. If it's a situation where you actually have to address them and they are, you, come, you come across as bullies themselves, then you have to go with a different approach as opposed to um, having that discussion that you do with a level-headed parent. Then you want to go with them approach where you are um, making it clear 
that they have to speak to the child because this is something that is beyond setting boundaries. And if you are a confident parent, even if those parents are bullies and you've brought their, their child up in the wrong way, when you go with a uh, setting um, approach in terms of your confidence and your resolve to ensure that it doesn't continue, even parents themselves, the ones that are even bullies, will look at you and think, okay, this is not something I can play with, and they will adjust. So sometimes it could be a case of a, a discussion going through school authorities, if you can have a mediator, if it's going to be something that may cause more conflict, we'll have someone who's um, respected by both parties and they can put you two down together and you have, have that discussion, probably in the school environment with the head teacher and things like that. Or you can even go to their home if they are more open to that. But I wouldn't put off speaking to parents completely, except I know that would completely escalate the situation and it won't be of any good to your child. So, Okay. Could you tell your child to like, you know, you said giving your child coping skills. Do you tell your child, if everybody looks for their trouble, they should just, you know, deal with them. <laughs> I've done that was like 10 years ago, yes. I would have done that. That's what I did in my time. But, you know, we've, we've gone past that now. We wouldn't advise our children to be aggressive in any way or to hit or to respond in an inappropriate manner. What would, I would always say to my children is, if you, if I want to do is, if I spot any signs, the slightest signs of any inappropriate behavior to my children, I will begin to tell them what to do next. And maybe as, you know, I was saying to you a few days ago, Dr. Grace, when in my daughter's school, when she, which was a primary one, one of her friends or one of her classmates would just come up and, you know, nip her behind her, you know, just right behind her head. And it was quite painful and she didn't like it. And she, she would keep coming to say to me at home, mommy, that girl did that to me in school. And I wonder why was she doing that? She's a little girl. She's just six or six plus at the time. But, you know, things as little as that could lead to big offense. Mm -hmm. And if my daughter cannot deal with that at age six, then she would struggle to deal with things that wasn't that at age 12. Mm -hmm. So my little daughter, she's seven, the, the, the younger one I have, she's very lovely, very relaxed, very playful, very happy child. That's what I say to her, not everybody's like you, so you have to be firm. So when she does the next time, tell her, stop that and sit very oh, firmly. So I have to teach her how to be firm and how to be forceful. And the next time she does again, tell her you're going to talk to the teacher. So give her the first one, stop that very firmly. Second time, say I'm going to talk to the teacher and say it very firmly and say it really loud. So you frighten her with your, your tone of voice. And she was laughing. I was like, yeah, do that. Make sure you do that. Because police have to know that or people who have tendency to bully have to be intimidated or maybe made afraid of their action so that they're not comfortable next time. And the third time the girl did this in her, in her class, she went to the teacher and she reported to the teacher. And the teacher was like, okay, she'll deal with the case and all that. And that was the last time that happened in her class. So these are just primary ones, six, year, six years old at the time. And little things like that happened, but because she was able to stand up to her, her ground and confront that person. So I wouldn't say hit back, but I would say give warnings, be firm, and spell out consequences. And if you have to involve authorities where you have to. Wow, that, that, that's really very good because that's teaching our children also boundaries and the importance of consequences uh, when people break the boundaries. You know, because most times in relationships where we have um, these issues of abuse, usually it just has to do also boiling down to boundaries being broken, consequences not being um, solved. You know, no consequences and the person goes on and goes on and goes on. And we could go on and go on and go, but we're not going to go on like that today. We are going to take a break for today. Uh, this is part one of bullying. And next week, we're going to be looking at several other things that has to do with bullying. Because for today, all we've just done is define what bullying is, who is a bully, 
you know how can you tell if your child is being bullied if your child is being bullied what should you do what are the effects of bullying and another thing that we've also checked out is why do people bully and then supporting our children you know when they get bullied and i, I think it's quite important what Ima has said you know another way people can you know do this bullying thing is watching what we do and we're going to be discussing that next week we're going to be looking at bullying part two we're going to be looking at some other things you know when it comes to bullying what do you do when your someone else has just joined just uh just so kicks things okay welcome 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 um you've missed the Almost all, but it's okay. You're here. You can just go back to IGTV um, video for you to watch. And if you're just joining today, and uh, we are delighted, uh, we'll definitely reach out to you. This is Kada Matters. Kada is an acronym for Church Against Domestic Abuse. And on this program, we discuss things that have to do with healthy relationship, abusive relationships, recognizing, you know, knowing what to do, ways to prevent, ways to stop. And that's just what we're doing. Here last week, due to all the things that happened, we, we did actually do a special edition, you know, of Kada Matters, and that was done on a Wednesday. And you could find that on our Facebook page because we we're talking about domestic abuse, the church, and me. And then for tomorrow, what we're going to do is we're also doing another special edition, and that's just because of what has happened in the beginning at the beginning of the week. And we've been having several talks, so we're going to do another one. We are someone is coming to teach us. You know, sex education, teaching our children, beginning those conversations and helping our children, internet safety. You know, I know that these are things that parents are worried about. Worship, worship. Thank you for joining. Well, that's our choir group. They've come to support us. Thank you for joining. Um, just okay. Thank you for joining. Aima, we want to say we are really grateful for the wealth of wisdom that you brought. Um, Aima has written a book. Her daughter has written a book. That's the one I'm really excited about. She's written a book about, you know, bullying and the story is all about it. And it's a beautiful book, well written, very challenging. All happened during the pandemic. So we don't have any excuses. People did things during the pandemic. Want to say a big thank you to everyone who joined our regulars. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Mama T. Thank you, Breakers. Want to say a big thank you. Let me see to, I just want to make sure I'm not modern names. Bladzam, Fayakwe. Uh, let's see. Beautiful Mind. Yes, thank you. Because Beautiful Mind always says you might not get anything, especially if you don't put where you're calling for. But I want to appreciate everyone. We have several other videos that you can watch right there in our IGTV. And if you do follow us, like our video, share our content, um, we'll be grateful because what will happen is you'll be helping somebody else. Um, that's the alarm saying it's time for us to go. And we're happy to go. Ima has done things excellently well. We did 13 minutes we've learned so much and Karara, thank you for joining uh we'd like to see you next week so till we come your way again remember that god hates abuse there's no excuse for abuse and the church which is you and i will say no to domestic abuse bye for now thank you Ima. thank, thank, you. thank you for having me thank you ladies thanks for joining bye thank you we bye. hope you enjoyed and learned from today's session till we come your way again remember god hates abuse there is no excuse for abuse. The church, which is you and I, say no to domestic abuse.